Hello and welcome to another episode of Words With Myself. Recently, I've been contemplating the nature of change, especially within my own life. And I've been looking at the triggers and catalysts for certain changes, what drove me to make certain decisions and become the person I am today. And more so than just linear change, I've been looking at this constant loop that I seem to be going through, where a year will pass and I will grow and develop and I am subject to a lot of change and I feel like I change quite rapidly, which sometimes leaves me looking back and not even recognising who I was just a few months ago, let alone all of the changes that I have made over the years. Yet, there seems to be this underlying constant, this nature of change and unchange. The ways that I changed to become something different to who I knew I was, to appease the world, to fit in and meet other people's acceptance criteria and their standards for who I should be, and the unchange, the breaking of these habits, stepping away from these patterns that have formed. I came to somewhat of a realisation over the past week or so, that the soul is constant, the true self is constant, yet the ego is subject to change. The ego changes all the time, based on new information, new decisions, new actions, new people, different situations, different circumstances. All these things can cause the ego to change. And the ego is very dynamic. Depending on the external stimuli, the ego is very malleable. It will change and adapt to what is best suited for its surroundings. You may notice that you speak very differently and maybe act very differently with your family than you do with your friends. And it's not that you are not yourself when you're around them, but you have partitioned yourself into different categories and you are different selves around different people. This is the ego playing its games. It's stepping away from authenticity and it's putting a mask on. And you are changing these masks in order to suit your environment, in order to adapt to your surroundings. And this constant nature of change and keeping up with the inconsistencies of our own existence, of our own identity, that to me is what feels heavy. That is what takes up a lot of energy and produces a lot of anxiety, is feeling like I need to keep up with spinning a load of plates and adapting to different identities for different people and different scenarios and not remaining with authenticity of being myself. And a lot of the work that I have done over particularly the last two years is becoming more myself. Instead of trying to change and adapt and become something different, instead letting myself be who I am right now and not trying to run away from that. And that doesn't mean that I don't need to change. That doesn't mean that there isn't room for growth and improvement. And that doesn't mean that I can't have goals or want better for myself. But it does mean that I accept who I am right now. And I'm not running away from it. 
I'm not pretending to be something that I'm not. Or at the very least, I'm trying to be more authentic and not to pretend. Yet that in itself comes with a form of dissonance. Because who you are authentically now is this person who needs to be inauthentic. So to be authentic, you must lean into that. But that is where the difference between the ego and the true self comes in. You cannot be authentic with the ego. The ego is always playing these games. The ego is always adopting its role. It's putting together all these different pieces of experience and forming this identity. And that identity is the fallacy. It's not real. It does not exist. Yet, because we so strongly identify with who we are, with the idea of ourselves that we have created, then that authenticity is eroded. Because we believe more in the ego identity. I am this person. I was born on this date. This is my job. I have these hobbies. I have these characteristics. This is who I am. But this is not an accurate representation of who you truly are. And most people are not able to form an accurate representation of themselves. If you were to ask someone to describe themselves, they are likely to only give you positive attributes and hide all the negative parts of themselves. And we know these parts exist, but because we don't believe that people will accept us in our entirety, they won't accept who our authentic selves, we only give away parts of ourselves. We only ever demonstrate the pieces of ourselves that we think people will tolerate or accept, even though we know we are not who we say we are. Even though we know we are playing a game and we are acting as ourselves when we are around people, you know, we're not truly being who we are. We get lost somewhere along the way and we convince ourselves that that act that we're playing is who we truly are. And we end up getting into all of this mental and spiritual warfare where we are at odds with ourselves because we're telling ourselves and we're representing ourselves one way yet we know we are something different we are something more we are complex and we have lots of strengths and weaknesses and good parts and bad parts parts that we love and accept and parts that we're ashamed of and with that lack of harmony and that lack of integration the ego is constantly changing around that. And the constant is always there. So when we say, I need to change myself, what you're saying is, I need to change my ego. I need to change how I represent myself. I need to change how I communicate who I am. Not who I am, because that never changes. The soul is the constant. Who you are truly, the true self, is a constant. All change happens in the ego, in the self. The person that we call ourselves, that is what we are changing. We are changing our, our idea of ourselves and how we choose to turn up in the world and say, hey, I am Luke, this is who I am. That is what we change. And a big reason for this is that everything is learned. We learned 
how to be human. We learned how to be a good person. We learned how to be a nice person. We learned how to be a people pleaser. We learned how to be angry and responsive. We learned how to be hurt. We learned all of these things. If we didn't learn these things, if we weren't taught ideas of what was right and wrong and good and bad and what didn't look good and what did look good and what the ideas of success were, we wouldn't feel like we were inadequate. Because in order for us to feel inadequate, someone has to have told us or shown us at some point that we weren't enough, that we weren't good enough or smart enough or strong enough. We weren't enough. But we learned this by other people telling us or communicating to us in some way that that was the case. Those times that we were laughed at or rejected or criticized or ridiculed, those moments turned into memories and became formative ideas of who we believe we are. And that, of course, includes both positive and negative moments. The moments where we received praise and the moments we received criticism. These ideas all helped shape who we became. The influences and the people that we had around us, the people that encouraged us and the people that put us down, that all helped shape our idea of ourselves. And that's why a lot of the work goes into unchanging, of undoing the changes that were made to hide ourselves from the world, the reductions of ourselves, the removal of all of our masks, and the embracing and integration of all of ourselves into one truly authentic being. But it's also important to note that we are here to live a human experience, and playing these ego games is how we experience. We experience through playing these different roles and experimenting with identities, yet the problem arises when we start to take it seriously, when we begin to believe that the actors are truly the characters, when we lose ourselves in the show, and we stop realizing that we're just watching a play, we're just experiencing a game. And all of this identity, all of this persona, and this mask that you put on is a choice. This is who you're choosing to play. This is the role you are choosing to adopt. And that when you believe you are fixed in that role and you are stuck and that you cannot escape it, you must remind yourself that you are so much more than you present to the world. And the more layers you strip back, the more you become and step towards your authentic self, the more you will align with how you want to play this game. And you will understand that the choices you are making are of your own choosing, that you are playing the role that you want to play. And you may not know what role you want to play at the moment. You may not know what your authentic self looks like or what you truly want and how you want to experience this life. Because all of that doubt, all of the uncertainty, all of the anxiety, exists between the gap between how you are choosing to turn up in this world 
and the ego games that you are choosing to play and who you truly are. Because all of that self-doubt, all of the insecurity, all of the feeling of not being good enough, every single piece of that is learned. You didn't come into this world with any of it. You weren't born thinking you were ugly or overweight or incompetent. You weren't born believing that you're not enough or that you're incapable. All of these beliefs that you hold, you have learned. And you can un, you can change and you can unchange. But just know that it's all a game. It's all a play and you are acting. You are choosing to represent yourself in a certain way. And the person that you say you are is only a portion, a fraction of who you are. Just a caricature. It's just a misrepresentation of your true self. And if you are unhappy with who you are, if you are unhappy with the choices that you're making and the decisions that you're making and how you're representing yourself in the world, then just remember, you learned to be this way and you can learn to be a different way. Thank you for listening.